Welcome to the first episode of brand new podcast around the South Australian MPL and the state leagues. Today's our big preview podcast. We'll be going through each of the men's leagues and seeing our predictions and how it will go. I'm MPL commentator Seb O'Neill, joined by joined by four faces or voices you might recognise: Alessio Carocci, Mark Talbot, David Grant, and Johnny Kecko. How are you boys doing on this fine evening? <laughs> I'll go first. Very I'm good. Very well. How are you, Seb? Over I'm to you, all right. Alexio. I'm all right. No, I'm good as well. Another another week. I'd say another week. We get this one over and uh, we get uh, closer to the season starting. Johnny, how are your neighbours? Uh, my neighbours are doing well and uh, um, it's been good, mate. TV show has been fantastic and uh, my neighbours next door are great. And if you didn't know, that's when good neighbours become good friends, by the way. Thanks, Johnny. Um, so, so we'll be going through. Actually, my neighbours are Manchester United fans, so we'll see. So we'll be going through each of the main three leagues in South Australia, starting with State League 2. We'll talk about who we think will get promoted, who we think will get relegated, top finishes, whoever finished bottoms, relegated, all that sort of stuff. So we'll start with State League 2. We'll go start right at the bottom of the pyramid. Who do we think will finish bottom? of State League 2. Be careful what you say. I'll take the lead on this one because I think um, Alessio will like me, but I've got Hills to finish, unfortunately, like last year in the wooden spoon spot. Uh, it's, I think it's going to be between them and Norlunga, unfortunately for Norlunga, but I think those two sides are going to really, really struggle this year. Norlunga have had mm. a big change. Uh, new coach coming in. They've lost a couple of players, but they haven't picked up any big ins, uh, and they're, they're relying on a lot of youth from their reserves. So I just think it's going to be a really, really big transition year for them, and they're really going to struggle. Hills, as I said, I think Alessio could probably back me up there. They, uh, they struggled last year, and I think they're going to struggle again this year. Um, and Gawla will be down there as well, I think. And I've got Barker, Alessio, I've got them. I told you that. I reckon they'll finish outside the bottom three this year. So I reckon that they're going to break into that sort of ninth slot, I reckon. Don't be nice to him because he plays for him. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not at all. But they've also, here's the thing. So they've also picked up Anthony Taylor. So big shout out to, to Taylor. But wherever he goes, he seems to win things and improve sides. I mean, he, he won with Sturt. He well played for many years ago. He uh, was at Salisbury last year, and they won. So, you know, I'm using that as a bit of a bit of a help to the to Barker, and that they'll actually progress up that table. Well, this week we can actually confirm as well that we have signed James Clappers as well, ex MPL goalkeeper, penalty hero, a couple of years ago. So that's a big in for us as well. We can finally confirm that, and I think that might be the last of the big name signings, at least that we've. Uh, got out, but I had very similar bottom two of Nolunga and Adelaide Hills, same as Mark there. I had probably, yeah, Gawler as well, probably contending it down the bottom there as well. But I definitely agree with him as well that Mount Bark would probably contest between that six to ninth. I don't think it's too, too much of a difference if you look at the tables as well, how many points difference there was the last few years in the State League 2 between the teams who didn't make finals but were clear of the bottom two. And I think that's still an improvement for us. We Mount Barker had their highest ever points tally last year, so it's getting improvement every every year. And now we've got getting big players coming up as well. So I think we can only get better from here. So yeah, I had uh, agreements in the bottom two there with Mark. I agree with the boys. And as much as I love the Hills Hawks and had a connection with them, 
I think they're going to struggle this year as well. So I do agree with the boys on that one. Um, but I love the club there. So they're going to do well and going to win the league next year. So, um, <laughs> but um, I think Cove are going to win this year. They got um, a good a good team. I think they're going to they're going to go up this year. I think I'm happy to say that. I'll say that I think both the Hills clubs will finish in that bottom two. Sorry, Alessio. Oh. <laughs> um, look, last year, my Barker's uh, troubles, I think, were, were up at the, the other end of the park, the sc- scoring. I don't know if that's something they've, they've got, they're going to be able to fix this year or not. I think they scored, what, 20-odd goals in their 22 league games, and really that's not enough. If that's something that they can address, then maybe they'll finish a bit higher up the table. But uh, you guys have picked like four or five teams that you think are going to finish in the bottom two, but I'm just going to I'm just going to pick two, and it's going to be two clubs I've played for in the past. It's going to be Mount Bark United and the Adelaide Hills Hawks. As for the top finish, well, with no form or anything and uh, no guide, and we've just been looking at friendlies, I suppose it's hard to pick. Um, gosh, I don't know. I I really struggle with that one. We haven't picked this one yet, have we? So I can't even copy anyone's ideas yet, can I? No, nobody said <laughs> he wants to be brave enough. Um, I the code, didn't I? Yeah, Johnny. Well, you did actually, yeah. yeah. Well, that would be a big turnaround for Cove, wouldn't it? I mean, they finished, what, third bottom last year of that in, in, yeah, in that table? So to turn that around and become a championship side is a, would be a big turnaround. I don't know, maybe, I don't know, an Adelaide Uni or a Modby Vista or someone like that. There's my two. How's that? Vista's a big call. Yeah, but I, I, I just think it's... Um, it's really hard to pick, isn't it, at this time of year? So I'll stick with those two and I won't give any more information. On to you, Mark. Who's your pick for the, the top two well, spots or the championship title we spot? My, we know my bottom three, what I think we'll, we'll finish in that sort of bottom three. But um, you're right regarding the Cove. It'll be a big, massive jump to go from third bottom to to winning it. They, they have signs, the likes of Ryan Beach, Matt Canney. So there's two massive improvements at the back already. I mean, they conceded 51 goals last year, so which was not much better than the bottom two sides in Mount Barker and Hills, who both conceded 53. So they've got to they've got to tighten up at the back, but they've also picked up. Well, they've got Kitch, uh, Steve Kitch, in, in in his coach. So Cove, I actually have Cove finishing second. I've got them jumping all the way up, just not purely from a tactical point of view, um, but I know the way Kitch coaches and I know he can get so much out of players just because of the way he manages players. So I've actually got them second at the moment. Eastern, I've got them finishing uh, up. They've had a, a few changes, but they've some of the ins have been quite impressive. So I've got them, Cove and uh, Adelaide Uni in the top three. But in the finals as well, I've got Pirates, Vista and Seaford, I think, to probably make the final those finals. But again, I think with that sixth, seventh and eighth, I think you could probably throw a blanket over them, to be honest, which is the remaining teams like the Demons, Pontians. I think you're going to throw a blanket over those that fighting off for that sort of sixth spot, I think. I think uh, Mount Barker United are actually going to make top six this year. There's something about it up there. I think the, the camaraderie. <laughs> I'm all about camaraderie. If, if a team is on fire off the pitch together, they can produce something special. And I think you uh, just become Alessio's best friend, mate. Well, they signed a superstar <laughs> last year in Alessio Karachi. So I think that's just going to boost the uh, the team up there. But even with Mount Bar- with even without Hills Hawks, they can do something out of nothing as well. So I did say they probably finished down the bottom, but that's something about their Hills, the people up there are, are totally different. And as we see in this podcast, David Grant is built different as well. So um, you never, you can never underestimate them. 
Look, I'm, I'm a Hills dweller and I want both those sides to do well. Um, I just don't think it's going to be this season. Um, just on your point on Eastern United, Mark, I think that's a really good pick as well. Um, I'd sort of forgotten about them because they're obviously a side that weren't in State League 2 last year, but that is a that's a good that's a good one. Can I change my picks? <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> what do you, what do you yeah. think of the last year? Oh, well, I don't know how Mark and I get in the exact same conclusions <laughs> from all our things, but my top three as well were Cove, Adelaide, Union, Eastern, and the other three making finals were Vista, Pirates, and then Mount Barker sneaking in number six there. So, <laughs> mix of Johnny and Mark's predictions, but yeah, the, the top three definitely got to be Adelaide, Union, Cove, and Eastern. We played Adelaide, Union in preseason so far, and they just look like a comfortable outfit. Big signings this year. They got Peter Mercurio from Croydon Kings. Kept a lot of their players as well. Raph Fresino is still there. And just um, quickly, they picked up Ofanu too. That's so a big signing as well, yeah. came through, I think, just over the weekend. I was chatting with Raph funny enough yesterday, and he was saying they signed him late. So it's another big in for them. Yeah, and they were just a comfortable team. Like, the way they play as well, they've got a massive coach and Phil Stubbins as well. Um, and the way they play is just unrivaled, I think, in this league. And I think they would be pretty... They were being pretty disappointed last year with how I think they went out in the first round of the finals yeah. to Gawler. Um, yeah. So on penalties. So uh, I think they have a better year this year. And I think they could be a smoky for one of the best kits in the league as well after what I've seen on the media day. Um, oh, yes. Well, that's what happens when you have uh, Macron and, and Raf sorting them out, isn't that really? But yeah, I think all those three teams have made their most outstanding signings as well this year. Cove with all their... Um, Signings, Ryan Veach, Mitchell Keynes, a couple of State League um, players as well, Oliver Grant. Um, they picked up poorly as well, didn't they? Yes, I think so, yeah. yep. Um, and, yeah, just a lot of State League one, usually, like, consistent goal scorers. Callum Elms they picked up as well. I think he played for Adelaide Hills Hawks as well. Um, That's what and then, yeah, yeah, Eastern as well. They always seem to get enough to get out of that league a few times. Uh, they picked up a few... Panagalias from Adelaide Uni, Daniel Solari as well from Adelaide Uni, Franz Pietri, I think he was an under-20 Albanian international. Um, yep. He's always been a big figure around the league, playing in ex-MPL players as well, but they're my three. And then, yeah, Vista, they were always a strong team last year. I think they might have finished top four or maybe yeah, fifth. They finished fourth last year. Top four, and they were, yeah, dangerous side. They picked up as well some Modbury players, Cooper Wegner, um, and yeah, they've just shorted it up at the back. Pirates picked up Kaka Dembele from Seaford, one of their star performers. Um, and they got a young side as well. And then, yeah, Mount Barker, I think, could be a smoky. But I think, just like Mark said, could, have, could put a blanket over six to nine, at least, I think. And there's not much that separates those those three teams. And as Four you're teams. saying, we, you've got Seaford, who finished second last year and lost the strikers in the finals. Um, and... I feel they probably overachieved just a little bit last year, but this year they have lost their goal scorer, who was the State League 2 top goal scorer last year. So I think that's going to be a massive loss for them. Uh, obviously not having, I think, 15, 16 goals that he scored, maybe even more. Um, having that in that side, will obviously, I think that's why I think I've got them mid-table this year. Well, plenty of different opinions of who's going to finish where. We'll go on to State League 1. It which is pretty interesting. Did we hear your prediction, Seth? Yeah, we didn't hear no, your prediction. Come on. Oh, wow. Trying to stay out of it. We wow. tried. We tried almost, almost escaped it, yeah. <laughs> well played. Um, Are you right? Are we recording these down so we know who's picked what? 
Um, so we can review it in eight months' time, or are we uh, just going to... Oh, mine are wrong, no matter what. I'm always wrong. Uh, mine were heels, at, heels, hawks at the bottom. Oh. And uh, Vista and Easton, the two to go up for me. Who was second so as as for you? Or you just picking? I didn't. One? I just. I just picked bottom. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. If anything, I'll just say Mount Barger and Alessia. On to State League One. Uh, again, we'll start with we'll start with who we think will be relegated from State League One. Again, another interesting conversation to be had. Who wants to take the reins oh. on this one? Uh, I'll, I'll go first then, if, if that's all right. Yeah. Um, my two relegated from State League One is Western Strikers and Adelaide Vipers. Um, just saying. Just, just saying. Mine's the exact same. By the uh, way, just, just, just. I'm up. Hand up. After that too. <laughs> I just, yeah, I've seen a couple of their outs and also a couple of their preseason results. If, if you take that into consideration, but especially for Vipers, losing a player like Craig Shearer, who was a consistent goal scorer, they're missing. Um, Anthony Vakasidis, who went to Comets. Um, yeah, a couple of other players have moved around the leagues as well, but they do have a good culture there. I know they have a young squad as well with uh, Martinez Septo, Jacob Jones, Adam Bahadi, a couple of the players who've been ex-MPL reserve players at least. And they had a, a good culture, if you saw at the end of last year. A couple of their games were quite high scoring, quite a few good goals to watch as well. But I just think this year, maybe some of their signings haven't been as big or as uh, prominent as they were last year. And I think they're going to be down there. Western Strike is a team that came up. I think they're going to be missing some of the goals of their strikers in the past. Um, I don't know, I'm not sure if Dimas has kept on there or not. Um, but yeah, from their results so far and the, the squad they've had and not many signings that I've seen, I think they might go back down. I had uh, the same two teams um, for very similar reasons there, Alessio. So you and I are in the parallel here, aren't we? Uh, Vipers and Western Strikers. I mean, Strikers finished third, didn't they, in that uh, State League 2 last year, pipping um, Seaford in the playoffs from memory. Was it Seaford? Day? Yeah. yeah so, um, yep. Over two yeah, you know, and so you wonder how a team that's finished third in State League 2 is going to hold its own or be better than the worst two teams in State League 1. So I've got Western Strikers and... Um, and Vipers. I'd also written Fulham's name down at one stage, but changed my mind. So Vipers and Western Strikers for me. Oh, I saw to drop. No way. <laughs> I saw Robbie. Alessio's face lit up then when you said Fulham, David. <laughs> yeah. That's why I do it. It's just to get the feedback, just to watch your faces. Yeah, exactly. Well, the faces that the listeners there's, can't see. But There's no way Robbie time. will get relegated. Look, I'll get to Fulham with you, John. I'm with you, Johnny, I think, on that. But... Um... Funny enough, I've done Vipers and Strikers as well, boys. <laughs> mm. Lucky I went first, then. So. so it's yeah, I've got Strikers uh, bottom and Vipers to finish eleventh. I just yeah, I just think both those sides are going to struggle. Um, so Salisbury yeah. will be happy that I haven't put them to get relegated. So shout out to Salisbury for not thinking you'll get relegated. I think Salisbury have got enough with the signings they've actually made. Um, they they've lost Yui as we spoke about last week, but. Um, they've brought in some good players and uh, some. For, they've brought in a new goalkeeper from Mobbury uh, and uh, Matty Gaston at the helm. Again, I think they've got enough to stay mm. up. Yeah, I loved it last year when you uh, predicted them. Not, I think you said not to make finals and end up winning uh, the league. Or finish, was it? 
Pick them yeah. to take out fifth and and obviously make finals, but I didn't pick anything past finals. Yeah, um, and you did that pre-season, yeah. and then come into season, people were still remembered. Oh, and I handed you on by socials. It was fantastic. And for it, so. Well, so I said I remember. Yep. Yeah. Well, for me, like I, I hate this part. This is the worst part: picking the two teams to be relegated. Because I love every club. Just, um, we've all said the same anyway, so you might as well. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably say the same that's what i was thinking i love the two clubs but it's we know what state league one's like it's a tough league to 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 get into it's a tough league to get out of, like it's a tough league to stay in, in oh sorry it's tough sorry i said it again tough league to get out of to get into the nbl it's also a tough league to stay in um there's a lot of good teams always in this club uh in this league so i think it will be those two but it'll be fighting right to the end because they're not they're not going to want to leave absolutely but western strikers and new coach in the last year. I just, I don't know. It's gonna be hard, but we'll see what happens. I hate saying it, but I think I think everyone's got the same well, opinion. But we yeah. could be proven wrong. I'll get to see them this weekend. They're playing against Northern Demons in a preseason friendly. So I'll I'll get to have a look at because I'll stick around. I'm actually playing in a You're right, yeah. game Northern Demons this weekend against Strikers. Uh, I was chatting with Gianni. Just the other day about it, and uh, I'll have I'll stick around and have a look at demons and vipers and see where where they're at. I can let you boys know on the next one. Yeah, well, I did see the strikers play against Croydon a few weeks ago, and um, they did get destroyed, unfortunately, on in that occasion. But uh, they're going to struggle. But that's hard to really tell against an NPL team um, to really how they how they're at. So this weekend's be a good test to see what they're like. And vipers not having their home ground as well, playing away from home. Um, I'll speak to the president. They're still waiting to get a um, St. Clair uh, up to scratch to play their home games there. So um, we'll see what happens there. Once they get their home ground, they're going to be a team to to really fight and um, probably be a mid-table State League 1 team at that point in the in the years to come. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, but I think we're all on the same page. Will that be another Kilburn or...? Uh, well, that's, <laughs> I think that's up to the uh, the actual council, this, this one here. So they're just waiting for it all, I think. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'm in, I'm in the same council region, so I know exactly what it's like. So all in agreement with the bottom two of State League One. Let's see our promoted teams, our two promoted teams, one automatic and one through finals normally. Who do we think? I, I'll start for once. Yes, come uh, on. I, oh, go I'll, for it. I've, I, I will say Playford and West Adelaide. I reckon, I reckon Playford oh. are a really strong team last year. And, and uh, as we've seen, North is on the rise. Uh, and I think West Adelaide are, are are too good to 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 be in State League One, in my opinion. Well, one of them to me, win the league as well, then yeah. Yeah, hey, for me, it's not uh, food motivated one little bit, but Cobras and Playford. Uh, I know they both got the best uh, scram at the clubs, but um, pretty scram. But I think those two are going to be up the top. However, however, Robbie Saracino is going to build something at that club. Um, he he's, wants to start with a young squad and build something for the future, but he is he's a great coach. We all know what he did with um, Metro Stars over the years, and just watching him as an assistant coach under Travis last year was was good to just see a different side of him. But I think now being back at where he, at uh, Fulham United, head coaching role, he will be he will win the league with him at some point. I wouldn't be surprised if he ma- manages to get that side, if he does get them in form in time, they could be fighting for maybe top three, top two spot as well this year as well. But Playford's got some good good signings, as we as we know. So I think they're going to do well um, this year. I think it's Penendez, 
one of the biggest signings. And um, yeah, so. And that, that player from the Welsh Premier League. Yeah, look, following on from that, Johnny, with Fulham, I'm, I'm with you there. I think um, they're going to be young, but they've got some experience. I've seen Godley, obviously, is, is playing. Uh, I didn't expect him to play, but he's playing from all accounts. Uh, I tell you what, having him at the back just to help a back four or back five, depending on the formation they play, is just massive. The experience he brings, he might not be the quickest anymore, but what he brings to a side is just at this level is is unheard of. So um, I've got them playing finals, considering they were near the bottom, I think they were bottom three last year. I think they finished third from bottom. Uh, I've got them finishing in the top uh, in the top five this year. I've got them, I think, in fifth. David, I'll have a go. Yeah, I'll have a go. So, um, well, I've written off start line because I don't think, um, I think they're going to have to do a bit of rebuilding before they get back up into the NPL. But I agree with uh, the West Adelaide vote. I think that that uh, club should be up in the Premier League, the NPL, and um, I've got them to finish in the top two. And the other one I've got is um, Playford. Um, I did have Cobras and Cumberland written down, but I've opted for Playford. But you watch Salisbury United. They'll make finals. There's my prediction. Now, they've just come up, but they absolutely blitzed State League 2 last year, and I reckon they'll make finals. Who knows? Maybe they'll end up promoted back-to-back. Is that a possibility? Mm. Of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. Of course it is. Not an overly enthusiastic response to that. But yeah. <laughs> I think Salisbury United can make top, um, top six. They've had some really good signings. They've got a great coach, so... You, you can't, I mean, we've seen it many times, as Alessio pointed out last week, the amount of teams that come up, even in NPL, they make finals that first year. Yeah. So I've just got a, I've just got a good feeling about Salisbury United, you know. And I, I mean, I didn't see much of them last year. But, um, but yeah, so West Adelaide finish, uh, West Adelaide and Playford are the top two, but I reckon Salisbury United in finals. Big one. Where do we think Kilburn's going to end up uh, by the end of the season? Oh, it'll still be Kilburn and they won't have an end date. I don't reckon they'll be playing out of there this year. Well, there's big talk that they're going to be playing, um, was it round six? <laughs> first game yeah. back there. So it's, it'll be interesting to see what it's like. Oh, for, hey, for football, I would love football to be played there. So, oh, um, it'd be fantastic. But I just, I, I just really struggle to see it at the moment. <laughs> Alessio, on to yours. Uh, well, mine's pretty similar. I had Cobras, Fulham. Or Blue Eagles taking out the title. I think there's going to be a good combination between um, the striker Dante Cacciavallani and Ricardo De Silva as well. They've picked up a few other signings. Cooper Mullins from Olympic. Uh, they got some good fullbacks there and Matthew Jones as well. And their midfield, Rafael De Lucia, it's a big name at that club. Um, I think they shouldn't be too far away. I think they might have just missed out on the last day of finals last season. Um, but just those two imports for them would be massive. And we've seen how many times in the past they've gone up by having a couple of imports that took them to the next level. But as we talked about last week as well, Fulham, big win in their last, one of their last preseason games against Adelaide City. Um, young Henry Philsell as well, scoring a penalty winner against his former side who gave him his chance in the first team. Um, it's a good one. But yeah, Cobras as well made some big signings as well, signing the Bacala captain as well, uh, Chris Ashwood. Um, but otherwise, they've been, they were topside last year as well. David watched one of their games against Raiders, and you could see how both those teams were one of the best state league teams you could uh, come up against. Um, the other three I had making finals was uh, Bacala. They just always seem to be in the top six no matter what. Whichever um, whichever year they're in a state league, they seem somehow happen to make it. But 
happy to see some of their signings as well. Uh, Chris Christophilos, you have Charlie Devereaux there as well, Adam D'Agostino, some massive names that have played a lot of NPL football in the past, and I think that would just make them at least into the top six. Um, Adelaide Victory, they had quite a, a good season last year. I think they ended one of the rounds on top of the league, which is a big, a massive achievement for a, a young club like them. Um, kept many of their names as well. Signed a few youngsters, signed some players who got relegated with other teams from Port Adelaide Pirates. Um, but I think they were a bit stiff to miss out on one of the last days of the season as well for the top six last year. I reckon they'll make it this year. And then Playford as well was the other team I had in the top six. Uh, they've obviously made yeah, some big signings. Uh, it's a tough place to go as well. Their park, uh, the grass pitch is always a difficult place for people to get results. I've seen a lot of cup upsets happen at that pitch as well. Um, so I think, yeah, that's my top six and yeah, my three to make finals. So a few few different ones in there. That's uh, uh, relegated. Basically, I think I think basically any messages to Western Strikers and Vipers is play this segment in the change room before the game for any sort of motivation, I reckon. Um, I'm just going to duck in quickly. I've actually, I've actually said West Ham won't finish in the top two, unlike most of you guys. Um, new coach who's just come in two weeks before the season. Uh, that can really disrupt the side. Um, I don't know what to expect from Brooks. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he settles in and gets the team playing. But I've gone for Playford and Sturt. And the reason I've gone for Sturt is that they've managed to sign Brian Elowat from Seaford. And I just think if they can, if they, if they get the goals, if he gets the goals he did last year, that really helps a side like that. Cobras are going to be up there. Um, and I think, I know you said Beckala. Alessio going to be in those finals. I've got him out of the finals this year. I just, I, I just concerned with the losing Ashwood. They have picked up a few. I think Costamantis has actually signed there as well. So, I, yeah. I, yes, they've made some big signings. But I just don't know how they're going to settle in in that league. As you're saying about victory, but I look at it and go, right, it's such a close league. I mean, Cumberland, who finished fifth last year, 34 points, six, 34 points, seven, 32, and eight, 31 points so it's such so close when you look at it but those, those four teams fighting for two spots i think this year is just going to be the same it's just me a blanket over about four or five teams in those in those areas i think it's going to be really tight again so but before said before we do that have has anyone got goal scorers top goal scorers for sl1 i know sl2 is going to be a little bit harder but said top goal scorer what do you think this poor I've gone with yeah. Pam Endes and Brian Elwood. They're the two that I've gone for. I didn't get the memo about uh, listing goal scorers. Oh, it's just something I just thought of. And I was oh. like, this could be interesting. <laughs> but here's the other thing, actually. It's something that Alessio raised with Blue Eagles, is that they've yeah. got Dante scored a bag full of goals last year. He's a top striker, but with the silver feeding him, and the thing is with the silver, wherever he goes, he gets he gets teams promoted. Wherever mm. he goes. He seems to be the... the, the that just the promotion king. So the silver lining think, to leave for squad. Yeah. So Dante could be an, another one that could be at the very top of the, the goal scoring pile, but very close, I think. The only thing is maybe uh, Ricardo Silva will take him off penalties, so it might <laughs> get him down Good a point. few pegs. But yeah, I think I think yeah, the Dante would be a big one. Maybe even one of the youngsters from Fulham, Borghetto. He's been scoring quite a few in preseason. Not sure how much that would translate, but he scored quite a few last year as well. I remember seeing in the goals wrap. So if they play well, then he's always on the end of it. Then you never know. 